some of you have been WWE champion. A select few have actually been both. But all of you have etched your place in history in a way that only winning a championship can. Tonight, all of you are here to witness a ceremony that symbolizes an epic moment in time. A game-changing moment in time. Hello, welcome to Fastomania, your wrestling time capsule. It's almost like your WrestleMania time capsule, but that's not strictly true. We'll get there eventually. Yeah, what the <laughs> I, hell? It's I coming up. Host. It is. I am your host, Adam. We are going through the Daniel Bryan saga, uh, joined as always by noobs. <coughs> oh, hey there. <laughs> He's choking. And Jesse. An epic game-changing moment in time, indeed. Triple H, well said. Who thought dupe. it was a good idea to have that segment in Seattle the night Daniel Bryan won the Slammy for Superstar? I don't year? know, but it's one of the best organic go fuck yourself moments in WWE history. It's one of. It's so like, great too because like you got Shawn Michaels trying uh, to be like, "Yo, shut the fuck up, we're trying to yep. do a bit." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and fucking Mark Henry probably getting like forty paddlings in the back after he raised Brian's hand at the end yep. of that and put it down. They're Beautiful. like, who told Mark to do that? Who told him to do <laughs> But, like, when you have a master of talking over heat like Triple H and he still couldn't do it, yep. that says everything. Yeah, he went to the... Because he just like, well, fuck. Yeah, that, uh... <laughs> That that night, he went to the Ronda Rousey school of fumbling over hostile crowds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, it's topical. So, yeah, we are here for Elimination Chamber 2014. Uh, a very interesting show. So, I came to a realization watching this show that yeah. this era was a lot like the Attitude Era in that you had a killer upper card and a not and, great lower card. And a <laughs> not great? You mean dog shit. Yeah, like... You have these incredible big profile matches and Titus O'Neil versus Darren Young. Uh, yeah. yeah. Wait, you mean the New Age Outlaws isn't a draw in 2014, no. Adam? All right, noobs. I get your attitude, but I got something for that when we get there. Okay. You, got, you have to understand why they're there. Do you know yeah. why they're there? It does kind of make sense story wise because, yeah. you know, they're both noobs. Triple technically, H and they're all that. there for, like, it's the audience's fault they're there. We'll get there. Oh we'll god, get yeah, I forgot about that. Uh, so yeah, yep. so we are uh, at Elimination Chamber. It's February 23rd, 2014 from the Target Center in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Uh, I I noticed something <laughs> when I looked it up on Wikipedia. We're from there. Yeah. I noticed something when, noob, when I looked it up on Wikipedia. Uh, Elimination Chamber 
in Germany is called No Escape. Because I guess the yes. connotations of the term Elimination Chamber. Yeah. Yeah, no, probably. See, I always forget that until I read that it's changed in Germany. I'm like, oh, right. Yeah, I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> <what>? <laughs> an... Oh, yeah. Here, come into these pods yeah. in a chamber. Mm-hmm. And one by one, you get eliminated. Yep. Uh-huh. Don't worry about it. Read this it allow me to introduce myself. It is in front of 14,101 people and 183,000 viewers at home. This is the last pre-network pay-per-view as the WWE Network would launch the next day as they were happy to remind you during the show. And boy, did they make a great, great <laughs> pitch for getting that network instead of spending, what was it, 60 bucks? $60. $60 yep. per pay-per-view back in the day. Some people yep. paid $60 to watch that first half. 183,000 <laughs> people paid $60 to watch this show. Uh, God. The number one song on February 23rd, 2014 was Dark Horse by Katy Perry featuring Juicy J. The song's terrible. Yeah. Uh, the number one movie? Uh, this is timely. The number one movie is a, is a movie that is it has a sequel about to come out that just had their world premiere in LA. It was the Lego movie. Yeah. Oh, nice. And that Lego is a great movie. Love that movie. It's a wonderful uh, movie. TV, February 2nd, the Seahawks beat the Broncos in a Super Bowl that kind of mirrors the Super Bowl we had this year, a big defensive <laughs> game. Uh, February 6th, Jay Leno steps down as the host of The Tonight Show for the second time. And on God. the 17th, Jimmy Fallon takes over. Uh, I actually just listened to a podcast. This podcast I listened to it called Laser Time. That's like a general pop culture show. And they did an episode that was a full deep dive on that entire saga of the Conan O'Brien tonight show debacle is fascinating yeah uh, that was that was fun to watch yeah oh my god conan o'brien's going rogue whatever <laughs> shall he do yeah. uh <laughs> video games uh on the seventh jazz punk came out which is this incredible and hilarious fever dream of a game it's impossible to describe but maybe the funniest game ever made like it it nails humor in a way that most video games can't uh, we also got Danganronpa on the Vita on the 11th, which is another great... It's a Phoenix Wright-style visual novel game that I love that game. Uh, we got Lightning Returns, Final Fantasy XIII. The third Final Fantasy XIII game uh, came out on the 11th <laughs> to finally end Ooh. that saga. And then Dr- Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze hits the Wii U on the 21st. That game is fantastic. Wow. That game's older than I thought. Yeah, I mean it's it's fresh in a lot of people's memories because they released it on the Wii. They released it on the Switch not too long ago. Ah, uh, okay, maybe yeah. that's what I'm confusing it on. Yeah, they released Ooh. it on the Switch with Funky Mode. <laughs> Ooh, Funky it a, Mode. It was a really good race of that game at at GDQ last month. Apparently, the Elimination Chamber is the most dangerous structure ever created. The Germans would disagree. Uh, <laughs> I mean. They would disagree on principle, but they probably like, yeah, that's why we don't talk about it. <laughs> exactly. Uh, we get a video package about the match and the men in it. Elimination Chamber with Orton defending his title against Cena, Brian, Sheamus, Christian, and Cesaro. What? Okay. Question yes. right off the bat. You yes. said defend. They've been, they had been saying that it was a vacant title. No, not on this show. He, he won the I title. I thought it was. No, no. He's held the title solid until uh, since Hell in a Cell. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, like and then just... um, Orton and Cena had yes um, the week after it. that speech we heard a unification match at TLC, yes. which gotcha. Orton won and Orton kept throughout. Yes. So yeah. So uh, uh, John Cena won the World Heavyweight Championship in October at Hell in a Cell, and they had decided we're just going to unify these titles because the World Heavyweight Championship was a world title, but basically a glorified Intercontinental title. So Damian Sandow loses his money in the bank cash in. And Cena and Orton have a TLC match to for both the titles to unify it. Uh, Orton wins, and they have a rematch at the Royal Rumble that is best left forgotten. And then okay. we are here tonight uh, with Orton holding the WWE World Heavyweight Championship uh, and defending it against those five men in five men in the chamber. I would have said this is the most talent like the, this is the elimination chamber with the most pure talent in it until this year. <laughs> Because I think this year's Elimination Chamber is going to give it a run for its yep. Yeah, That's going to be nuts. The theme song to this show is that dubstep song Doomsday by Nero, and that threw me off because that song yeah. is fully associated with Borderlands 2 for me because it was all over the Borderlands 2 ads. Ah. So I hear that song, and I just think, oh, it's that song from Borderlands. Even though it's not in Borderlands 2, but like it is just occupies that same spot in my brain. And it's just weird. I just a, thought it was like... WWE 2K13 dubstep entrance number four. Yeah, like it. It's it's really weird to watch the pyro in, in a big ballyhoo WWE pay per view entrance with just a fucking dubstep as dubstep song playing over it. Uh, so the opening match is for the Intercontinental Title. Newly successful <gasps> MMA fighter Jack Swagger versus Big E. Yes. I just got a realization that Elimination Chamber is the most dangerous structure because in Frigid Minneapolis, what if the steel is just frozen solid? Oh, shit. <laughs> like, right. it's like, oh, God, oh, it's so cold. What if, what what if, if they, so what if did that a... promo not play in Germany or did they tape over? It's like the uh, no escape chamber. No, I think is the they deadliest. still called it the Elimination Chamber. They just didn't want to name a show that because it's like that's it's, so weird. It was, they were just right. doing it Publicity. to avoid the connotations because it's not like because, you know, sure. in Germany, you cannot have like Nazi imagery and stuff like that. But yes, this yes, isn't yes. that, but they probably just don't want to have that splashed on a poster. Promote it too, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, fair. Uh, uh, but yeah, we have uh, Jack Swagger, who very decisively won his uh, MMA debut a couple yeah, weeks ago. Yeah, I saw that. Pretty dope. Yeah. Uh, versus Big E. Zeb, Zeb Coulter <laughs> comes out with Swagger and cuts a heel promo. Big E sucks. He's the Intercontinental Champion, but he hasn't done anything for the continent of North America. Then we get this great line of, <laughs> we have illegal sneaking and leaking across the border, and now we're in the middle of a polar vortex. Coincidence? I think not. <gasps> Which I... I genuinely think is a great Just representation. Hit all the social cues. Yeah, like I, I think it's a great representation of how illogical and ridiculous people like that are. I really liked that line because I don't know if that's the what they were going for. The song remains the same. I, yeah, I don't know if that's what they were going for, but man, if that if it was, they nailed it. And See, this is the kind of stuff. At... Those lines though are what people think when they're like, "Oh, Nostradamus predicted the two towers falling." Though right? and that's not good. And then you look at our current president, and it's not yep. far from the truth that he'd yep. be saying and the then, exact and same thing. And then the line. presenting tits polar vortex. Like, oh, oh my God. Oh, God. I forgot about that uh, female presenting yep. nipples. Oh, hey. Yep. Biggie lost his last name between Hell in a Cell and now. Uh, Biggie, also, not Langston. Not upset also, at that at all. He also gained the Intercontinental title. He beat Curtis Axel Ford on <laughs> Raw on November 18th. He has successfully defended it since then. And Swagger won a triple threat between himself, Mark Henry, or a fatal four-way between himself, Mark Henry, Ray, and Kofi to get in this match. Uh, 
what we have here is a failure match. <laughs> Just Slapping. two slabs of meat slapping against each other. Uh, <laughs> Big E hits Swagger with a great shoulder tackle, and as Swagger, Swagger goes uh, out to pull stuff back together with Zeb Coulter, Cole talks about the WWE Network launching the next day, and that Thursday they were having a live event, NXT Arrival. I forgot how soon that was after the launch of the network. It's only three days right. after the launch, which was really smart. That lets them see what they need to work on early because they absolutely needed to work on stuff after that show. There they had some bugs. issues. Oh, yeah. Like, yep. it kept looping, so you would, like, close the app, open it back up, hit play live, and it would send you to Tyler Breeze's entrance, and Tyler Breeze would do his, like, look in, like zoom in, look into the camera, and it would just freeze on his face. And you would exit out of the app, <laughs> and just see that again, and it would always just freeze on Tyler Breeze's face. I remember uh, that doing that's that. That's amazing. Yeah, but they got everything fixed by the time Mania rolled around. I was horrified. Uh, cause I was just like, after that, I was like, man, mania, like this is WrestleMania that you're, Ooh, uh, they talk about yeah. how the NXT arrival pre-show features Kevin Nash, Paul Heyman and Bret Hart. That sounds awful. Yeah. Uh, get him in somehow. Yeah. Like Bret Hart was there because it was no, no Charlotte versus Natty was later. So yeah, I just drug yeah. his corpse out. Biggie jaw jacks <laughs> Zeb on the outside and Swagger attempts to blindside Biggie, but Biggie telegraphs it and spears Swagger into the ring post slash steps. Uh, Swagger takes over and sends Biggie to the outside and hits him with a big old clothesline. JBL marks out pretty hard for it. Oh yeah. Biggie gets a slight comeback, but Swagger cuts it off with a boot and a leg drop. Biggie gets a burst of energy and he and Swagger both hit each other with clotheslines, leaving them both laying. As they get up, Biggie grabs Swagger out of the corner and sends him to the opposite corner and charges, but Swagger dodges and Biggie crashes his shoulder into the post and Swagger goes for the pin, but Biggie kicks out at two. And here, we learn the issue with how they portray Jack Swagger. He is a heel. He is meant to be hated. The crowd is not meant to be on his side. That's why heels don't get catchphrases, except Swagger does. So when he does his We the People everybody chants it with him because that's what you're trained to do you also shouldn't get all-encompassing catchphrases yeah. like he's <laughs> a heel he's not supposed to have the crowd chanting with him it like it doesn't like it's, it's not supposed to work that way yeah swagger gets biggie up in the corner but biggie makes his comeback <laughs> god i just have i accidentally wrote but biggie makes him come back he 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 too big for him damn tight. Getting out, of the, getting out of the corner and hitting Swagger with a couple of clotheslines and a belly-to-belly. Biggie telegraphs a swag, uh, splash, but Swagger gets up and hits Biggie with a decent spine buster. Swagger runs across the ring and attempts the Swagger bomb, but Biggie catches him in the air and attempts to hit him with the big ending. But Swagger fights out, and Biggie spears him through the ropes out onto the floor. Just murder. Uh-huh. Yeah. Biggie gets Swagger back in the ring and finally gets his uh, chance to hit the splash. He goes to the top rope, but Swagger cuts him off and hits Biggie with a sort of belly to belly from the middle rope, but only gets a two count. Swagger gets Biggie into the Patriot Lock, which is an ankle lock. Yeah, uh, yes. I had that note as well. It's like, wow, yeah. fuck the you, yeah. angle. The it was original name just really bad. Kurt Angle clone after a while when they gave him yeah. the original We the People thing. It was nuts. the the original name of that move was the Patriot Act, and it was just like. Uh, yeah, he should probably should Don't change do that. that name. <laughs> Biggie rolls over and kicks uh, his way out of the lock, and he and Tr- Swagger trade shots. Swagger takes out a Biggie comeback, 
uh, and Big E responds to the shoulder tackle, and he yanks the straps down. However, Swagger counters and gets Big E in the ankle lock again. Big E gets to his feet, or his foot, and hits Swagger with an enziguri as Swagger still has Big E's foot in the lock, which was pretty incredible for a guy Big E's size. Yes. He gets Swagger up, hits him with the big ending for the pin and 11.50. I think... This was a really, really great Hoss match. It was not a yeah. work rate spectacle. I really enjoyed this match. I like this match way more. Like when I saw like, oh, Big E versus Jack Swagger, I was not expecting much. I really liked it. What about you, Jesse? Yeah, um, I think it's definitely the most underrated match um, in probably Big E's like title run. Because I remember yeah. like no one really cared about his run, but at, at oh, the same yeah. time, people popped. So hard for Biggie for this, and also when he put the straps down, that's oh, one of the yeah. louder pops of the mat of the card too. Um, yeah, this is a really good match. I think maybe if I went back and watched all his IC title defenses, I'd find hopefully that uh, he was just underutilized because he's I think, not I think in. That was it. Um, <laughs> that too, like there's a chance, but like he's not, you know, defending it at uh, Mania. He's in the thirty man battle royal. Um, yep. So. It's it's pretty nuts. But yeah, yeah this was uh, a great match. Uh, what about you, noobs? Yeah, I agree. It was very good. Like, both guys held their own really well. And yeah, it was, it was the perfect, like, starting match yeah. for a card that definitely had some fill <laughs> to be it's, filled. It's, it's a really interesting, uh, different type of opening match that we usually get, because usually your opening match... Is like a, it's like an X division spot fest. It's a three team tag match. It's yeah. flippy shit. It's it's high uh-huh. flying stuff to get the crowd going. And this is way different than that, but it still works just as well because it's like when you have two really talented wrestlers who know the type of match, they're not trying to wrestle a style that neither of them can do. Like they both know that this is just going to be a hoss match and they went out there trying to put on the best hoss match they can. And it's up there. Usually yeah. big dudes like this don't work super well together because the matches are just really slow and plotting, but man, both these dudes, like I was never a big Jack Swagger fan and I feel like I need to go back and reevaluate some because I actively dislike Jack Swagger. Yeah. Couldn't tell you why. Uh, probably because <laughs> he got like the world heavyweight title shot at WrestleMania 29 when I just wanted Ziggler to cash in. Uh, but yeah, like it's <laughs> what a what a great match. And then oh, oh my boy, bad news, Barrett. God, Listen. I have in my notes for this. I'm just, like, wait, why is Barrett on a podium? Oh, oh no, oh the bad news. So what is gimmick? this? The Bad News Bear yeah. gimmick started on the JBL and Cole show. It was one of the few things that started on the JBL and Cole show that actually got translated onto the main roster. Man. He cuts so a heel promo. I, yeah. I, I did not like the gimmick until he started wrestling again. Then I kind of fell into it more because before, like with this podium thing, it just felt disruptive and pointless. And yeah. a lot of his and a lot of his punchlines weren't funny. They weren't like I don't think any of them on this show is funny, but um, no, none know. of them hit. Nope. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he cuts a heel promo about America's winning fewer gold medals at the Olympic Games than Russia. Don't get me wrong, he was never going to get over. This was a dumb gimmick, but I loved it. It's pro- probably just because I'm a Wade Barrett Mark. I love Wade Barrett. He's he's my boy. He's one of my boys. He's great. But yeah, he did get over with this work. gimmick though eventually because they eventually. gave him, they actually give him the title, uh, the IC title from yeah. Big E, and then he gets injured again. Then he gets injured. Like that's uh, another thing why yes. 
why he was doing the bad news thing. Yeah, was he was hurt. He was injured, time. and yeah. they wanted to keep him on TV. So the, he got injured within like six yeah. months. Which is which is a good thing. Like that's that's a good sign that shows that the company has faith in you that they want to keep you on TV during an injury uh, with this bit of a repackaging. Uh, yeah, but after but yeah. that second one, it was yeah, that was all downhill. <laughs> This was the only show with this much bad news, Barrett. There was never any other. Sure. Usually, he would get really? like one spot yeah. on Raw or something like that. There was never because this was this the earlier much. iteration, I believe. Yeah. Like this was one uh, of the start. This was God. like after every match. There was one that was awful. That he's I don't remember what it was. He cuts a promo, a bad news Barrett promo, and then Jerry Lawler gets a mic, and he basically says something like, "Why well, a bad news for you, Barrett?" You suck. That was basically what he said. It was the like most toothless, <laughs> worst comeback I've ever seen. And that was just Is it. That... that was the segment. No, 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 no. That's not the worst comeback you've ever seen in wrestling. The worst one is Tamina going, "No, I'm, you shut up, and I'll, or else I'll make you look like Ellsworth." Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's the worst yeah. one. Yeah, it, it was one where of... it was one on SmackDown like about a year yeah. ago where. All the women on SmackDown are in the ring and they're threatening each other. And then Charlotte threatens, I can't remember who, but like, if I don't get what I want, I'm going to make you look like Ellsworth and Ellsworth. And then Tamina, the last time she's ever spoken on the microphone, (laughs) just comes in and going, Charlotte, how about you shut up or else I'll make you look like Ellsworth. Yeah, and there there was like thirty okay. seconds of nothing. Yeah, because she <laughs> yeah. used the same line. Okay, never. Tamina mind. doesn't need to be on the mic. She's yeah. a great presence, not a good promo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, we get a we get a recap video the past week where Kane, who is now a part of the Authority and the director of operations, has been abusing his power to make sure that Daniel Bryan is beat to shit coming into this match. Uh, That's I, a good I, match you got going there. But the fact the one the one thing that you fear oh, there. They had a fucking match between Brian and Christian, Christian. that I definitely pressed the pause button and went and watched. Yep. And boy, yeah. before Kane came in, that yep. was beautiful. Yep. I forgot uh, so Christian was in the Elimination Chamber match, actually. This yeah. is his penultimate match. Yeah. Uh, Jesse, do you remember the full story of why Kane joined the Authority? Was it as abrupt amount of nowhere as I remember? Yeah, so he was uh, still embraced the hate demon Kane, where yeah. he lost to Cena the year before. Yeah. And he's just kind of meandering, and um, after the he goes stuff. up to he goes up to Stephanie, and they have this weird thing talking That's about right. how he owes her something, That's and just right. gives her his mask. He takes off, and the he's mask. gone for like two weeks, and he comes back as corporate Kane. That's that, right. It's just, I forgot about the segment of him taking about, the mask like, off. Yeah, something about like he owed her something, or like he yeah. had to do it because of things. Yeah, um, it's like, one of those weird what the fuck mysteries. Like um, something I'll never forget. How like there was something in a box that Vince didn't want to get out box? that Shane knew about. Yeah, the lockbox no. with Shane. <laughs> yeah, when God, he came back, that was talking about it. the Undertaker feud. Like yep. we still don't know what that nope. was. Nope. So God. you're gonna give me that you're gonna give me that lockbox that you yeah. got. I uh, oh my God. So like it, it didn't make sense and it was out of nowhere, but Jesus Christ, it was the revitalization that Kane needed because I love yep. corporate Kane. Yeah, this is my like third favorite Kane. Yes. Uh then we get an interview with Daniel and baby Byron Saxon. Solid classic underdog Daniel Bryan babyface uh, promo. Good promo. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Next up is the WWE Tag Team Championship match. The tag champions are out first and they are wait, uh, wait what huh? 
The New Age Outlaws are your tag team champions at this Can time. Can I tell this they, story? I want to tell this story. Give me a second. They won the All titles right. on the Royal Rumble kickoff show to dethrone Cody Rhodes and Goldust. It's a weird brain, but it makes sense when you realize that they're transitional champions to get the titles from the Cody, Cody and Goldust to the Usos. Uh, don't worry, though. They won't be changing hands today. That's going to happen on Raw in a couple weeks. Yeah, <laughs> so, makes sense. Um, also, the New Age Outlaws, you know, they're buddies of Triple H, Jesse. Um, well, so... So they presented like a Slammy Award um, the December prior to this, and when they yeah. were, and this is the first time we'd seen them together in like forever, and That's the right. crowd starts chanting one more match. That's right. Like so we have that crowd to blame. So. Got it. Yes. Yeah, yes. The, the yes. same Seattle crowd chanting, chanting one more match. Yeah. Um, and so for that, because they won one more match, they got one more match, and then they got a tag match, tag title yep. match, and then they became tag champions. Yep. Yeah. They would just want noobs, but like they, yeah. they, were and they were over for the wrong reasons. Yeah. And, and you know what? Uh, d- d- sorry for, no, but, um, no, you're um fine. oh my God. Kip, Kip, not Kip, the <laughs> ass, Billy ass Gun? man. Billy yeah, Gun. Billy Gunn. Kip, Kip James. I'm so fucking, oh God. <laughs> I mean, that is we'll his name, but it's his DNA it. name. <laughs> just, yeah. Uh, Billy Gunn um, is about as well off as Goldust in this yeah. quick run he, he has. He's amazing. really, really good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, and also, they're working as heels that are Triple H's buddies. Like, um, at WrestleMania. Yeah, they're there for the authority. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. At, like, it's weird they won the titles, but it was a good way to get out of the, the, the corner they paid themselves in of, we want to give the Usos a run, but we don't want them to beat Babyface, Cody, and Goldust. Yeah. So where are we going to go? Well, let's just give them to the New Age Outlaws for a month. And but then, it's definitely the crowd's fault, too, for chaining one more match. Yeah. Um, I, 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 like, and honestly, the tag situation at this point was, was such that, who else are you going to get the titles to to make that transition? Fucking right. Los Matadores? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Fair um, point. Who? Yeah, and then and then at WrestleMania we have the Shield versus Kane and the New Age Outlaws because the Shield turned babyface between now and then, and they are clashing with the Authority and the New Age Outlaws yeah. and Kane are you know the Authority. It's a very uh, pretty squash match. It is a hell of a squash match, but we'll get there. Uh, the Outlaws get in the ring and cut cut their standard pre match promo. Uh, I, I remember back in the day one time they were working heels, but they still cut that promo. It, which is not a heel promo, which is a very yeah. babyface thing to do. And somebody yeah. in the in the in the crowd just lifted up a sign that just said, "You guys are supposed to be heels." Yes, <laughs> I mean that's the situation here yeah. too. Yeah, uh, the Usos have gotten way more comfortable in their Haka entrance. This was the Usos entrance. They nailed every bit of it. It was yep. fantastic. Uh, I I love that that version of the Usos. Uh, Billy Gunn and Jimmy start off really high pace to begin with. Uh, Jimmy hits Gunn with some flying arm drags and goes for a super kick, but Gunn gets out of the ring. Then Road Dog runs in, and Jimmy goes to hit him with a super kick, but he rolls out of the ring. They're both on the outside of the ring together, so guess what? Jim- Jay gets in the ring, and they telegraph a suicide dive, but the Outlaws, veterans, they run to the other side of the ring, and the Usos stop themselves before they jump out. Road Dog heads, headbutts Jay, and of course Road Dog sells it because you never headbutt a Samoan, and Jay no-sells it by dancing around so good. like Road Dog tends to, because Road Dog likes to dance like yes, that. Yes, I very love good that spot. spot. I don't really care like, how great, this match is, that spot was great. Great showing of personality from Jay. Because like, yeah. that was the problem with the Usos for a long time, 
was that they were just the jobber John Cena babyface tag team. Like yeah. they didn't have a personality. They came out and they <laughs> smiled and high fived. Yeah, they smiled, they high fived, they waved the crowd, and they lost. And I remember. Yeah. I remember John Cena teaming up with Crime Time, and then like a month later teaming up with the Usos, and I was like, oh, I see what's going on. They're the more friendly, dark-skinned yep. guys to put with yep. Cena. That's what this is. Yep. Uh, Jay charges Road Dog, and Road Dog sends her to the corner with a really nice flying arm drag. Then Road Dog celebrates by doing the Jeff Jarrett strut. Yep. Uh, well, listen, this I know this match, not a great match, not a bad match, entertaining. Talented workers. Big CM Punk Chan. This was the oh, most yeah. infuriating time yeah. to not be a smart. Like, we will talk about chants later that I feel are are understandable and were necessary. This yeah. was not it. This was not it. Uh, Jay hits Road Dog with an enziguri, and both men are laid out, and it's hot tag time. Jimmy and Billy Gunn get in, and Jimmy runs wild, taking out Road Dog and delivering a ton of chops to Billy. The outlaws collect themselves on the outside, and Jimmy hits Road Dog with a suicide dive, but Road Dog pushes uh, Billy Gunn out of the way, so he eats the suicide dive, and Billy Gunn takes out Road Dog. Good, like, say what you will about the New Age Outlaws, say what you will about this tag run, uh, tag title run in the year of our Lord 2014. Those dudes have really, really good tag team psychology. Yes. They know how to work a tag match as a team. Like, they are very good at it. And honestly, I feel like a team like the Usos were made better working with them. Yeah. Like, oh, I was going to say this at the end. I think this actually helped them yes. put the Usos over more. Yes. I really do. Uh, Jimmy counters a Famouser and hits Gun with a super kick, but only gets a two. Jimmy kicks Road Dog off of the ring apron, but he's distracted. Gun uses that distraction to roll Jimmy up for the win in 834. Not the best tag match, not the worst tag match. Solid New Age Outlaws were better than they had any. Like, they were better here than they were in TNA six years before this. Yes. <laughs> uh, great shape, and yeah, they they made the Usos look really good, which is what the Usos needed going into their upcoming title run. What did you think, noobs? It you keep you keep finishing everything like the Samoa hardhead thing. I'm like, remember, guys, Samoas have hard for <laughs> noggins. <laughs> like there was one moment where I'm, uh, I think it was either JBL or J or the King. I don't know who, but like they're just like Road Dog needs a breather, and I'm like, no shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes. It was a brief moment of that because Road Dog was the only one that was the slow one out of the group yep. here. Oh, and yeah. it, Road Dog it, dances Road and Billy Gun does flips. That's how. It yeah. Works. Yep. Road it was Dog just gets very. Battered. Road Dog gets battered for Billy Gunn to get the hot tag. Yep, yes. it was just very. It was a very fun, like just yeah. like easygoing match. That honestly, yeah, it just it, it went well. Yeah, surprisingly, like it, was, like it wasn't great, but it was way better than what you thought it would be when you see this match on the card. Yes, yes, oh, yeah. yes. Uh, what about you, Jesse? Yeah, I. <laughs> I wish there was more kayfabe reinforcement of the Samoan headbutt thing like that. That would kind of thing would always happen because that's fucking hilarious. Could you imagine current Usos just getting headbutted by like um, uh, Cesaro or Sheamus where they're just doing it multiple times to try to make them break and Jimmy's just no selling it. And after like four headbutts, Sheamus is like, that was a bad idea. Yeah, like, like that like, holds awesome. his head and flare flops. Like, yes. I guarantee that has happened at a house show. 
at some yeah. point uh, in the last two months. I guarantee uh, that's happening. Yeah, at a house um, show. Oh, actually, I need I need heavy machinery to do that shit. Oh I my god! To, the god. house show that I went to in Lexington, there was a Samoan headbutt spot. I think it was nice. I think it was uh, Xavier, and I had to explain to Smithy. I was like, "No, you don't understand. Samoans have very hard heads, yeah. and so you never <laughs> headbutt a Samoan." <laughs> <laughs> See, uh, the density at the island where they grew up yes, is, like, yeah. more than most of the rest of the planet. <laughs> exactly. It's Samoans. Uh, you yeah, know. it's great. Um, but, yeah, uh, I I enjoyed it very solid. Um, there's only two matches on this card I actually, like, hate, hate. And we're yeah. about to get to the next one. Yeah. Oh, hey, Bad News Barrett is back with a <laughs> prophetic promo. Yes. points out the bad news that Daniel Bryan won't be winning the title that evening, and we get a preview of the future as Barrett says that since Bryan won't win, the fickle fans will turn on him and the Yes movement will cease to exist. <gasps> when he said fickle, uh, I was like, oh my god. I missed that, actually. Yes. I missed Holy that, shit. too. Yes, he said... Sold. That, that's, a, that's an exact quote. Bryan won't win and the fickle fans will turn on him. I... Died. Oh, oh my man. man! So Brian strikes me as a guy who would have like went back for that and been like, <laughs> oh, yeah. "Ooh, fickle." <laughs> this is I'm now fickle. the point where I say that the last time I saw this document and I watched this was back in yeah. December. So yeah. I like I didn't catch that because I'm not I wasn't up with the times on that. Yeah. Even though he was starting to do the fickle stuff at yeah. that point, but yeah, like it was still yeah. Uh, up next is Titus O'Neil versus Darren Young. The prime time players collide. Maybe there was a point in 2015 where they were so over. They won the tag titles yeah. at Money in the Bank 2015 and held them till SummerSlam. And people were incredibly happy when they won the titles, including me. It was just like they deserved that run, that like two month run. Actually, me and Jesse, we went to a house show uh, when they held the titles, so we got to see them That's on right. that title run. Uh, and it's it's so weird. And then because like. They broke up here, and then they were back together within a year to win the titles. And then they broke up again, and if I'm not mistaken, had a, this exact match again at Night of Champions in 2015. Pretty sure. It, it was weird. They broke yeah. up twice, for sure. Unfortunately, they were not over at this point, and no one in the crowd was interested in this match. And while Nobody I don't, cares. And while I don't appreciate cunty crowds who chant dumb shit, I kind of get... Like, there isn't much of note in this match. I don't... Here's the thing. I don't think this match is like offensively bad. It is very forgettable, which in a yes. medium like wrestling is worse. It has the problem of the fact that there is a Wyatt's versus Shield yep. and Daniel Bryan Elimination Chamber match yep. waiting. After two fun matches, you get this. And it's like these two dudes are very talented and could put on good matches. But the story isn't there to get people invested. People yep. don't care because yeah. we don't care about this story because they never position the primetime players as the type of yeah. team where you should care if they break up. Uh, Until 2015, things, and then it's like, yeah. oh, okay. There's a couple things. Like, Darren Young takes a great bump over the ropes of the floor when Titus threw him into the corner, like an HBK-level bump over the edge. Uh, we get to the finish when Titus throws Darren into the ropes, hit him with the, hits him with the clash of the Titus, and gets the queen as a clean as a whistle win in eight seventeen to the most deafening silence I have ever heard. No yeah. one cared. I mean, <laughs> quieter than Brian Christopher coming out. <laughs> it's up there. Yeah. Uh, then 
So, Bad News Barrett returns, and in the last promo, his riser didn't go up. He says, <laughs> it would appear Minnesota's electricians are as bad as its NFL teams because his scissor lift is broken and his podium isn't being raised up anymore. It's great. <laughs> this and was then, prime shit Minnesota Vikings, yep, too. Yep. This oh, is yeah. Christian Ponder levels of like, Christian oh boy. Ponder. And then, I'm afraid. Yeah, quote, that guy. Quote. I'm afraid I've got some bad news. It, would now, it was announced that the Immortal Hulk Hogan will return soon and host this year's WrestleMania, and I really wanted the promo to end with, that's it, there's no punchline, that's just some really fucking bad news. <laughs> yeah. It ain't, to, it ain't about to be silent for long, though. We get a bunch of filler about the kickoff show and whatnot, then we get okay. this great video package. Time out. During that kickoff show panel, or kick out, the, kick out, the yeah. panel people, Yeah. none of them have any banter all they are doing is they're being yep. told promote this match promote this match yep. promote this match promote. they just yeah but then there's this much yeah but then there's this much it's like yeah they definitely didn't craft that till later either. yeah there's no like it, yeah later on i mean it was just like, bad now, at SummerSlam too yeah like now in the kickoff shows they actually have like some chemistry there uh I think it's because, like, you have, like, Booker T on there who's good in that type of position. <laughs> but, like, this was, what, Miz, Mark Henry, and Ray, and Josh Matthews? Yeah. Like, it those, was bad. It, it, like, it was really just they went Josh in the Matthews locker room. Josh Matthews the definition yeah. of a wet blanket. <laughs> yeah. Like, they went in the locker room and was like, who doesn't have a match on the card? Like, Mark, Ray, and Miz, get out here. Yeah. Uh, like, for no reason. Like, you didn't give, like, it didn't make sense that those were the guys on the panel. No. Nope. Uh, and and you and you have Josh Matthews hosting instead of someone like a Renee Young or a Charlie Caruso who are good at that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it just was. Oh, yes. that was to have that hey, match and then why? have that moment. It's just like, yep. oh, what a dud. Yep. Why? Why does? Why does uh, Josh Matthews' voice go down like five decibels when he goes to fucking Impact? <laughs> I don't know. It's so weird. That's a good question. I, I don't it, know. It doesn't sound like the same guy. It's it doesn't. Like, it's like he has perpetual to tonsillitis after that. It's crazy. <laughs> we get... They're in the impact zone. Jesus, right. we get one of <laughs> the more underrated video packages. This is awesome. This is awesome. The uh -huh. Shield uh -huh. versus the Wyatt family. Why is this... Why yeah. wasn't this match in, in the chamber? That's a good question. I guess it's Oof. because... It, you, you well, it's. I think it had to okay. do with the Shield having such a history of six man tag matches. Yeah, yeah, because that's the thing. Because it's like True. you wouldn't be eliminating like it would be like the. Uh, it, it would be because okay, so this is a heel versus heel match. This is is this the most over heel versus heel match in the history of wrestling? Yeah, like probably. You, you forget that. So I, they're also teams. I mean, like, could so you consider do... could you consider Rock versus Hulk at Mania to be heel yeah. versus heel because they kind yeah. of both it kind of was. Yeah, yeah. I, thought, I thought Rock started as the babyface and then halfway like, through the match they, they knew they that he wanted was. him to well, be the, the babyface. They wanted him to be the the de facto babyface, but he was still playing the heel Hollywood Rock. 
yeah. at the time. It was like it was like SummerSlam 2013, where Cena was the de facto heel, but they were both babyface competitors. Yeah, sure. Um, All right. And so it's like if this was a babyface team versus a heel team, you could do something interesting with the elimination chamber, where you make it an elimination match, you know, three versus three elimination match, and then you could have it to where almost like war games, where you kind of always have yeah. you, you start off with one member from each team, and then the heels always get the advantage first, and then another babyface comes out, and then another heel comes. I out. was about to bring out if Triple H had his way earlier yeah. on, this might have been a war games yeah. match. Yeah. Uh, oh, that would have been so dope. Yeah. But like, yes. I don't think they wanted both of these teams are were such forces of nature and mm-hmm. were so dominant. You didn't want a moment where either team really had a an, an unfair advantage that was created by forces beyond their control. Okay, that's like fair. The chamber. Uh, yeah. The Shield are out first, followed by the Wyatts. A good example of how much better the WWE has gotten in the past few years with commentary, as the Wyatts make their entrance, instead of letting it happen in silence, Michael Cole is reading off tweets from Bray Wyatt. Yeah. It's the one thing thing about the beginning of this match. It's the other thing about the beginning of this match. it's, It's weird to me. Like, how often did the Wyatts do the video before their music hit and say, we're here? Always. Like for a while they would say yeah. the name of the city. They would be yeah. like Minneapolis, we're here. But yeah. then they stopped yeah. doing that because it would get a it would get a cheap pop and they you know, yeah. were heels. But like to me, it's just like, well no shit, you're here. Your music's yeah. about to play. Like how yeah. often how often was it where they're like, Hey Minneapolis, we're not here. Yeah, we'll see <laughs> you next time. Like, <laughs> I think it's just like a part of the presentation of Bray Wyatt, because everything yeah. about Bray Wyatt's presentation is this like everything about Bray Wyatt is the opposite of what it should be with, like, the knowledge of wrestling. I always His... thought it was, like, a nod to Poltergeist. They're here. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. So, like, like Bray Wyatt doesn't yeah. look like a wrestler. He doesn't wrestle like a traditional wrestler. His music isn't wrestling music. His entrance isn't a wrestler's entrance. So, like, it's kind of, like, it fits into that theme <clears throat> of everything yeah. with Bray being being weird and different. That's uh, fair. Yeah. The oh, Wyatt's... yeah. I always thought there was a spookiness to we're here. Oh, and that's why they did it. Yeah, that too. I think it's supposed to be just a little spooky. The Wyatts and the Shield stare each other down as the Wyatt gets in the ring and the ch- crowd is chanting, this is awesome, before they even touch. And let me tell you, it was. I remember watching this live and that was like some of the biggest... Like That is like... The them staring each other down from across the ring is like Rock Hogan level, like goosebumps. Like this yeah. was the match that wasn't supposed to happen. There was no reason for this match to happen. This was like this was this is a really interesting time of Vince McMahon listening to the fans and giving people what they wanted. We wanted the Shield versus the Wyatts. We didn't have it have to happen. It didn't make storyline sense for these two heel factions to crash against each other. But it was awesome. It was a money match, and he gave it yeah. to us. And this was like it, the first inkling of oh they're turning face. Yes, this is the shield. Adam, it's also like yeah. how Jesse and I reacted when we had to sit through 2008 TNA, and then you fucking <laughs> give us <laughs> WrestleMania. <laughs> it's just yes. like oh I see how this, this works. Is Crack awesome. cocaine is amazing. <laughs> oh, man. oh man! So like, let's let's fucking go. Dean shit talks towards Bray, and Bray just yells, "Make a move, okay. son." Make a yes. move is a huge let's go Wyatt's let's go shield dueling chance begin. Oh throughout the, the team match too. The teams begin to go to their respective corners, but Dean rushes Bray and it's go time. The shield batter the Wyatt's. The Wyatt's rush to the floor to regroup, allowing the shield to celebrate in the like to stand tall in the ring to a huge pop and then another thunderous dueling chant. The bell rings and Rollins and Rowan begin the match. I miss blonde streak Seth Rollins. 
I yeah. keep forgetting that was a thing, and yeah. It's it great. was a good look, but it was his heel look. And I don't think Seth Rollins will ever be a heel again. If he does, it'll be a very long time from now. Yeah. Because he's just such a good baby face. Great spot. As Eric Rowan lifts Rollins up for what looks to be a type of powerbomb, but Rollins counters by, like, pushing off and drop-kicking him uh, when he gets Rollins up. And then Rollins and Roman batter Rowan in the corner, but Rowan turns... Rollins inside out with a shoulder block and then tags in Harper. And the Whites take over until Rollins gets into the corner and tags in Roman to a huge pop. What a simpler time. Uh-huh. Oh no, you want to talk? It's really good to hear thunder applause yes. for um, Roman. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, yeah. remember when they turned babyface? I was so excited because that meant that when Roman did the hoo before the triple powerbomb, that meant that the crowd was going to do it with him and they did yep. and it was awesome every time. Yep. Uh, these guys are incredible tag team wrestlers. This sequence. Ambrose tags in with Harper in the corner. He punches Harper a bunch, but walks away before the ref counts to five. As he does, Rollins holds Harper's shirt, so Harper can't get out of the corner. Dean tags Rollins in and gets on his hands and knees, allowing Rollins to do a sort of poetry and motion stinger splash into the corner. Then Roman tags in and clatters Harper with a clothesline as he staggers out of the corner. These guys are such good tag team wrestlers. Oh my god. Yeah. Ambrose gets in and gets battered around by all three Wyatts for a while, but he finally gets into his corner and gets the hot tag on Rollins, who takes out Harper and goes for to the top rope before Harper and Rowan thwart his plans. Harper gives Rollins a sort of German suplex from the top rope that Roman that Rollins flips through, lands on his goddamn feet, and then yeah. clotheslines Harper over the ropes before hitting Harper with a through-the-rope suicide dive, then a springboard knee to Harper's head. Just the most beautiful oh. actions right there. So this good. is an interesting peek into the Shield as babyfaces. They would turn not too long after this, but that sequence by Rollins is a babyface sequence, and you never saw that with the Shield before this. Like they yep. would, because they always wrestled as heels, and that is not a heel wrestling style. And it was really cool and surprising to see them break that stuff out for this match because it was a Shield that you hadn't seen before. Fucking, yeah, baby. Oh. The crowd fucks it up by chanting we want tables. Maybe it's best you didn't go to the show, noobs, because you would have killed somebody. Oh. <laughs> I don't know at that point. Like, if I had gone to the show, I would have been really oh, out yeah. of wrestling. Probably. And I wouldn't have... I oh, probably yeah. would have popped at the New Age yeah. Outlaws. Yes. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> like, it could be worse. Could be we want Ziggler or CM Punk. Bray batters Seth for a while. Oh, want, Seth oh gets Adam, in, what do you yeah. mean? What, huh? We want Ziggler? We want CM Punk? I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. <laughs> No idea. Yeah. Hey, oh, you what? mean we want Brock? We want oh, Brock. God. That annoyed me too. <laughs> yeah. Man. Bray batters Seth for a while, but Seth gets an advantage and gets to the top rope. But Bray counters Seth's flying nothing into a Uranagi for a pan that gets broken up by Ambrose. But Ambrose was then turned inside out by a big boot from Luke Harper. Rollins takes out Harper with an insecurity. He gets a hot tag to Roman, who beats the piss out of Eric. Rowan uh-huh. pins Eric, but Bray breaks it up, only to be attacked by Deem, who is then double-teamed by Bray and Harper, but Ambrose sends Bray to the outside. Ambro- Ambrose goes out after him, and Harper hits Ambrose with a through-the-rope suicide dive, and then Rollins hits Harper with a flipping top-rope to- tope. Great. Rollins goes to the Spanish announce table, and the crowd explodes. Also, if you look closely, when Rollins starts to take apart the Spanish announce table, poor Ricardo Rodriguez starts pointing at the other table, pleading <laughs> for no. him to use that one. 
No, no, no. I have Kennedy another thing with there. that. Like during the AJ Lee versus the crowd chanting CM Punk match. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that was so good. They yes. have. They have, There is a moment. There is a moment where the same thing starts happening. Where the Spanish announce team's table gets torn up. Has, yeah. there, has there ever been a time when like Carlos Cabrera? <laughs> And who's the other guy again? I can't remember. I, can't, I don't remember. It's Carlos Cabrera, and then they had Ricardo Rodriguez on there for this yeah, show, but I don't but remember like, the <laughs> other guy. Marcelo Rodriguez? May, yeah, that sounds familiar. But, like, I would love it at, at some point, like, Carlos Cabrera, you just, like, see them go, All right, that's fucking it! Enough <laughs> is enough! Take out them! Take them out, you sons of bitches! Like, like just, he like, just starts stands yelling. Up, he just stands up and flips his own table, like, There, I did it for you! Yeah, yes. <laughs> like maybe that's a lot. Maybe that's a thing, like a dialogue that we've never seen in the right? Spanish version of the yeah. show. It's like, oh, here yes. we go again. Here we go. This again. same yeah. shit. Oh yeah, we don't I would know love what they say. To know translations love... of what they yes. say when they people Absolutely. go through the announce table. Uh, Fuck yeah. Rollins is cut off before he can do anything with set with said table though by Bray and Harper double teaming him before they can set him. <laughs> mm-hmm. I meant to write before they can set him up for a big move. What oh, I no. wrote was Uh-oh. before they could set him up for a big mood. Uh, big, big mood, mood baby. <laughs> yes. Ambrose comes it's in from out of mood. nowhere and takes them out, sending Bray over the barricade, and the two of them brawl into the crowd. This is the last we will see of Ambrose tonight. Bray <laughs> gets back to the ring where uh, ring area to double team Rollins with Harper again. No clue where Ambrose is. I guess he's dead. They <laughs> deconstruct the English announce table and set up Rollins uh, uh, on top of it as Eric takes out Roman on the other side of the ring. Rowan, Harper, and Rollins get up on the English announce table. They pick up and dump Rollins through the Spanish announce table, leaving the Wyatts as the only men standing tall. The Wyatts pull the shield signature mood, g- move. God, I, I wrote <laughs> fucking mood yes! again. Yes! I love it. God. Signature mood. So I type very quickly. I type like 110 words a minute, but sometimes Weird I do flex, go on autopilot. Okay. okay. Sometimes <laughs> I do just kind of go on autopilot, and I guess I'm just more used to typing the word mood than move. Uh, <laughs> Makes sense. Who wouldn't yeah. be, I guess, in this day uh, and age. Right? But great, great moment as Roman is in the ring by himself, and the Wyatts get on the three ring aprons, three sides of the ring apron, and stare him down as their victim waits helplessly inside, which was the Shields <laughs> go to, and I I love it. Roman gets to his feet and fights back against Bray, but Rowan and Harper send him into the corner and take over. Eric throws Rowan towards Harper and Harper, or throws Roman towards Harper and Harper kicks his head off his shoulders with a big boot. Bray tags in, gets Roman in position for the sister Abigail, but Rowan powers out. Bray head headbutts Roman, and I assume Bray also has an incredibly hard head because it doesn't appear to affect him. <laughs> Roman takes out and dumps Harper out of the ring and takes out Rowan and Bray with Superman punches. Roman gets in the corner and sets up Bray for the spear, but Harper yells, get down, Mr. President, and eats the spear instead of Bray. <laughs> yes! I love Bray, that. Bray takes out Roman, hits him with the sister Abigail, and gets the pin in 22-42, one of the very, very few times the Shield was ever beaten as a three-man unit. Yep. Thank God they put the Wyatts over. What a good match! Like best, yeah. best, best Shield match as a as a like a six man tag. Like I pretty well, fucking close. Uh, yeah, because we do got two coming up that are really good. I mean, like I said, we we see three of the best yeah, six man tag right. matches ever. Like we see, yeah, we see three of the best six man tag matches ever, and like I miss oh, the Wyatt family, man. Uh, you do? Family. You do? 
Oh man, Jesse, who's winning the Rumble? Uh, Bray Wyatt. Jesse, who's winning the Super Bowl? Uh, Bray Wyatt. Uh, <laughs> just Bray sitting there after, or Jesse sitting there after the Rumble when Bray Wyatt didn't show up, like fucking Will Smith. How come you don't want me, man? <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, like just fucking incredible match. Oh my god, what'd you think, Nibs? I yeah, the moment the Wyatts were circling around Reigns, it's just like that match screamed, "Yo, this is the future of this fucking company," and then we're gonna fuck that first half of that future in the ground. And then ignore the second half. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. We're yeah. just focusing on this one sixth. Yep. This, this <laughs> one person. Yep. But Reigns was really over guys... for the, like four months, and then yeah. they just forgot about the next four years. Babyface Roman Reigns, or like Babyface Shield Roman Reigns was so over. So I, over. And then Suffering Succotash happened. Yep. I make this dumb argument, and it's probably not a good one, but I still think somehow. If instead of calling him the fucking big dog, and they <laughs> kept the epithet juggernaut instead, he might have for- been eased in a little I better. Because that, yeah, that's a better called, fucking name. Yeah, because Seth was the architect of the shield, Dean was the lunatic fringe, and originally Roman Reigns was the juggernaut of the shield. They called him the juggernaut in this match. Yeah, I like, totally forgot. That's pretty the big cool, dog, actually. You give, the big the, dog. you give up the juggernaut for the big dog. Fucking, I haven't seen that company sell shirts since 2002. What are you doing? Like, <laughs> fucking Christ. I oh, a, man. I had a big dog <laughs> Star Wars Episode One parody shirt when I was, like, 11. Right? Like, like, Spencer's gave up selling that shit so long ago. What the fuck is happening? I'm done. But, yeah. Like I it's love it. Rant over. Yeah, what did you think about the match, Jesse? I, I mean, bro, where were you for the last 30 seconds? You were yelling about Roman it's, Reigns. I know, about the match. I know. No, I'm joking. You were I'm yelling joking. about JCPenney. <laughs> um, I mean, it's it's good. It's so it's good. It's like one, probably, I think, one of my favorite matches of that yeah. year, without a oh, doubt. Absolutely. I, I still vividly remember it. I remember watching yep. it two, three days ago. I was like, this is still just as good. It holds like, up. It's wonderful. For me, this, like, this match and it's some of the highest praise I could I could I could heap onto it. This is a match you show somebody who doesn't know anything about wrestling. Yeah, yeah, that's a good like, one. If you, if you have somebody that's like, oh, like, you, like, listen, like, let me explain to you wrestling. Let me like, you know, because like, that's that's how I'm with a lot of people where it's like, listen, I, you don't you don't have to like it. It's fine, but like, I want you to understand it. I want you to respect mm-hmm. it. Like that's yeah. how me and Smithy were. Like Smithy came out of that house show. Like, oh, I get, it. I totally get. It. Yeah. yeah. And this is in one my of those best matches. In this my best Ron Punches voice, I'd be like, "Do you want wrestling with story, or do you want yeah. wrestling with punches, or yeah. do you want wrestling with both?" Yeah, <laughs> it's like we could give you this, we could give you Daniel Bryan versus Triple H, or we could give you literally any DIY match. Uh, yeah, and then yeah, like it's this is um, like everything that makes wrestling greats in this match. It has a compelling video package that sets up the story perfectly that yes. is one of the best video packages for if you knew nothing about this match going in the video package 100 percent explains exactly what's at stake what the motivations are for every one of these characters yep. it has yeah. great spots good. and it has just good traditional wrestling it is like it's it's one of those matches where it's if you haven't watched it go watch this match it's yep 
it's it's perfect. It's amazing. Like yeah. thinking about my favorite matches of of that year, it's this match. It's the other. It's the Shield and Evolution. It's the two Daniel Bryan matches at WrestleMania 30. I'm trying to think of anything else. Yeah. <laughs> right. What happened at SummerSlam that year? Oh, it was Lesnar and Cena. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, like 2014 was very front loaded. Yes. Right? And 2014, the back was the beginning of the end. Yep. The Lesnar regime. Yep. But yeah, great match. Watch the match. Duplex City, bitch. Yep. We go to the back with baby Renee Young interviewing that newly was... heel Christian. I'm sorry, real quick. That that yeah. was um, that SummerSlam, right? Suplex City, bitch? Wasn't no, that? that was... No, he said that, that was at WrestleMania 30. That was yeah. Roman. Okay. Roman, yep. But so a year that's later. it started because the SummerSlam was, was match Cena, was, though, just, yes. was just Lesnar giving Cena a billion suplexes. Yes, that's yeah. right. All right, all right. Yeah. The weirdest, most surreal squash match I've ever seen. Yes. Uh, uh, baby Renee Young talks to heel Christian. And... One more what, match. Mm, Christian's match? on the screen. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and what match, pray tell, was put in the death spot after the Shield match? Of course, it's the Divas Championship. AJ gets a mic, says that she is the longest reigning Divas Champion ever, and she has no competition because she's beaten everybody, and she would have liked to wrestle her original opponent, Naomi, but she broke her face. Well, actually, Oksana broke her face, but still. Wow, uh, this is a very timely favorite. <laughs> yep. AJ's opponent is the other Funkadactyl, Cameron. Good old Melina versus Alicia Fox, Cameron. Uh, Listen, Cameron's AJ's a weird way to pronounce CM Punk chance. Yeah. AJ yes. is talented, but she does not get a decent match out of Cameron Talented. It's forgettable. The crowd is terrible. Tamina interferes. Cameron wins by DQ. AJ is still champion in four minutes and 30 seconds. No one. No one is decent match out of Cameron no, Talented. No one. No one. <laughs> Ric Flair in his prime couldn't get a decent match out of Cameron. Yeah. And Ric Flair could Sh- get a good Charlotte, match out of Charlotte, Oscar, and Becky would have to be squash matches and not let her yep. get a single thing of defense yep. in. <laughs> or offense. <sighs> Bad News Barrett once again gives out about his podium not working. He talks about how <laughs> the WWE Network is going live, but people will be so overwhelmed with all the amazing con- uh, content, everyone will lose their jobs, get kicked out of school, their homes will go to go to shit, and they will get kicked out and be homeless. It was a very okay. weird promo. Okay, what? Adam, I take what? back. I take back. That's a weird flex from you about your typing. That was the weirdest flex of the night. Like, <laughs> that was like, what the fuck? I'm a heel, but this company's going to be so great, it's going to make you homeless. What? Yeah. what? Like, huh? It's the weirdest, like, this product, product we're putting Are out. Are you is selling this so to good. me or not? I don't... Right? Uh, we go to the back to see Santino playing with these knockoff WWE Lego things. Then Emma, Kali, <laughs> El Torito, and Los Matadores show up. I Let did me just... not realize Emma was on the main yeah. roster this early. Me neither. Just... I totally forgot. I'm just gonna throw you guys an image of this because this is like just is like okay. the biggest like woof of an image. Okay. Just like it's got all five of them. Oh, yeah. sorry, all five and a half of them. <laughs> like just like burn, th- just burn like sitting the there room. around this toy, and Santino's trying to explain like what he's yeah. doing, and it's just like and oh, he's trying to speak. And <laughs> that's it's never just a good idea. Yeah. I miss you. <laughs> I miss you, Christmas. And then you have a Stephanie, the, the promo. Stephanie you have in Stephanie the in the post. Just watching them. Just which looking makes, at all of them. We'll which makes no sense again. That's another thing. That's another terrible thing. Like, st- why is Stephanie 
above the elimination chair going like Alibaba boom hey, it's here it's like what Alibaba I miss you yeah. Yeah. it's yes. like glowing gold like it's yes. so weird it's, it's a weird it could be worse could be that Money in the Bank poster with Big Show and Hornswoggle in bed I take your word for it because I, I think I remember that but I don't it's, want I to. think that was the poster for Money in the Bank 2011 oh my god yeah it's one of the worst posters of all time uh, <laughs> with one of the best pay-per-views. Yep. So, uh, up next is Alberto Del Rio versus Batista. Yeah. Batista wins in 7-Eleven. I want to talk <laughs> about Batista's return. So, Batista's return was initially meant to be a surprise. He was not going to be advertised. He was going to be a surprise return in the Rumble and then win the Rumble to set up him versus Orton at WrestleMania. An arena in Texas in January spoiled the return advertising uh, Batista appearing at a WWE live event. So they brought him out on Raw a couple weeks before the Rumble uh, to announce that, like, oh, Batista's returning. And he comes out looking like the healiest heel that has ever healed. Uh-huh. He is in skinny jeans Except... <laughs> and a terrible shirt and a bad hat, and he cuts a babyface promo. And that is when yep. you realize... This is not going to go well. And, you know, he he got a thunderous roar for his music. Yeah. But during and after his promo, there wasn't much to it. No. Oh, also. Hold a second. Sorry. (laughs) Yeah, let me just. uh, I mean, that's why. Because that shit. Crunch a munch. Batista's entrance is awesome. I yep. love the machine gun pyro. I love the last little uh afterwards. Yes. Um, I am lucky. The episode of Raw I went to in March 10th, 2014, Batista wrestled. And he, uh, they were still using the pyro. So I got to see him come out with that full pyro entrance. Uh, so. Peter Danger. And so this match is. Filled with fans with awful chants. Uh, uh, oh boy. CM Punk chants, Y2J chants, boring, RVD, we want Lesnar. But. They're, yeah. I feel like <laughs> this is one of the few examples of this being justified. Because without this, like, not this exact time. But this sustained over the last several months. We do not get Daniel Bryan in the main event of WrestleMania. Yeah. Like, without these fans expressing overwhelmingly their displeasure for this. and Don't fucking do this. (laughs) I feel so bad for Batista. Because he got... Is it the most unfortunate return in wrestling history? Pretty sure. Yeah, it was just such the most untimed... Like, it was poorly timed. timed... So do you know what I think timing. of? Um, I compare this to what would have happened if Vince McMahon got his way in 2008 and had John Cena come out two weeks before that yes. rumble and announce he was entering. Because that was the original plan. And Stephanie told him, don't do that. Make him a surprise. Yep. yep. And I wonder where we would have Yes. Ben, what if that would have mattered or yeah. yeah what happens if it doesn't get spoiled early and they don't bring yeah. it back early and he is 100 a surprise that then wins the rumble 
Yes. Like, Listen, because... Go, go ahead. Yeah. I mean, because Batista being a surprise, that would have been nuts. Like, People un- wouldn't like, have probably cared because yeah. he wasn't prompted. And uh, I think WWE could have easily lied and been like, oh, we don't know yeah. what that is. They could have, like, you know, they could have easily done that. But, but like, they could have done that, but people still, like, it, but then the people, especially the people in Philly at that Rumble, or it wasn't in Philly, but, like, the people at that Rumble w- w- wouldn't have worked. Like, they, they would have known. They like, would have chanted for been, Batista, I'm sure. Like, they, like they, they chanted they, for Lesnar the day he came like, back. He would have popped, but I think the end result is still the same. When Daniel Bryan Probably. does not come out at number 30, it does yeah. not matter. Because it's still Seattle the same already result. happened. Yeah. Seattle already happened. That yep. was that was the beginning. And so it's it's this weird monkey's paw where fans realized they could that this could work that they could express their displeasure with such thunderous, unanimous, like, veracity, and it would work. And you get Daniel Bryan in in the main event of WrestleMania, and you have the Miracle on Bourbon Street, and, like, the most wholesome, heartwarming WrestleMania ending since WrestleMania 20. Uh, But in the years since, I feel people have learned the wrong lesson from that. Oh, yeah. Oh, Absolutely. And so it's like, it gave us this, but at what cost? It's something where it's like, it's the same thing that I said yesterday about the Super Bowl halftime show. Minnesota is to thank or blame for the fact that (laughs) you have have national recording artists like performing now. Because if you've never seen it before, just Google Winter Magic Super Bowl. And try to make it through the first like eight minutes of that fucker. Once it gets to the eight year old or like twelve year old kids rapping about Frosty the Snowman, ooh, you're gonna turn that off. But it's like, <laughs> hey, Minnesota did another thing. <laughs> we did that, boy. boy. Remember, this is a law about not doing something because someone had to do it first. Yep. Yep. It's man. It, oh. It's wild. Like it, I don't know. Like I, I'm, I'm glad Opposite. it happened. But wrestling, you, it's the yeah. perfect example of how wrestling fans are. Like, boy, if you give them an inch, they will, yeah. they will take a mile. Opposite tangent. I still really like early saliva. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and they're from Memphis, Adam. Let's say I'm a homer. I've seen Josie Scott in Walmart. I know. <laughs> yes. As has I'm pretty sure stare at him, stare at him, and just go yeah. Yeah, like as have I'm pretty sure everybody from Memphis. That's just what you do. You don't go to Graceland right. and you see Josie Scott in Walmart. <laughs> That's how you know good. you're from Memphis. Uh, yep. But yeah, it's yeah. The whole Batista turns weird, but they manage to turn chicken salad out of chicken shit. They we get the awesome WrestleMania 30, and then we get fucking Evolution versus the Shield. So as a whole, it was a success, and it's just. <laughs> What's what's the alternate universe where Batista isn't Drax and he comes back? Right. Like when Batista doesn't isn't in this huge, like beloved blockbuster movie who and then goes on to be in like a, a Hollywood like star. Yeah. What happens then? Because he was going to come back. They were they wanted him for a SummerSlam match because that would be right around the time he was promoting Guardians. But Guardians became yeah. such a bigger hit than they expected. He just became in demand. And it was like, is Batista coming back? No, he's filming the Bond movie. Is Batista coming back? No, he's filming fucking... Uh, uh, a uh, Dennyville new movie. Yeah, Blade Runner. Like, Batista mm-hmm. coming back? No, Guardians of the Galaxy. Batista coming back? Avengers. Like, 
There's now he's, he's coming back. back. No, he's Dune. coming Dune. Yeah, Dune. Dune. Like, he's and Dune. he wants to. Like he was talking one time about how he just misses wrestling. He almost yeah. wanted to do the 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 Y2J thing where there was a time in like 2015 where Jericho was not on TV but was working house shows. I remember that, yeah. And he said he kind of wanted to do that because he he does not like WWE creative, but he loves wrestling. <laughs> yeah. And I think that would be amazing, but he just doesn't schedule for it. And also, boy, wrestling shape's different than than regular shape because Batista got gassed, uh, like, coming down to the Woo! ring. Yeah, you can tell he's like, I... Match. Fuck. Yeah, man. Yeah. Poor, uh, poor, poor buddy. And God, and he's the, deflated as fuck. He's deflated. Yeah, deflated. It's like, he's man, Roy, where are you? He's deflated, but God damn it, his back to back tattoo is something to behold. It's something. Oh, that and the belly button. To, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, it, it, it tracks from the belly button. Let's be honest. Yep. I always love that his logo was the belly his button tattoo. The belly button tattoo. <laughs> oh yeah, it is. <laughs> so great. Also. When, it's like when Brock he, with his back tattoo. Right? Yeah, when weird he, question. Did we ever have Tisa versus Lesnar? I don't remember. I don't uh, think we did. I don't know. Unless it was on like a random pay-per-view. I don't remember on, like, it. Raw or SmackDown. Or, yeah, well, and 2003, because, right? Because Batista, Batista no, became the Batista we yeah. all know after WrestleMania Brock left. WrestleMania 21. Like, mm-hmm. Batista became yep. like main event Batista WrestleMania 21. And I don't yeah, think we and ever that, got they it. They never... Yeah. yeah. It might have happened on some random Raw or SmackDown, but yeah, never, uh, never uh, as a marquee match. Um, <laughs> oh my God! So, so I googled it, and if the thumbnail is what I think it is, um, looking at his clothes, it's the time he ripped his pants. <laughs> like it's just um, them in the ring together. Yeah. Also, uh, oh nope, thumbnails bullshit. Never mind. They probably wrestled in OVW when Batista Which, was that's Leviathan. what this is actually thumbnail yep. is Batista and Broxton in the ring but then the yeah. actual yeah. video is OVW never mind yeah All right, because cool. it was because uh, god that OVW class Brock Batista Cena and Orton Jesus don't Nuts. forget Shelton Benjamin guys and Shelton Listen, <laughs> I love Shelton also when Batista won his music was way louder than normal I assumed to drown out the booze oh yes yeah mm, so yeah like it's saliva it's weird but Man, that WrestleMania 30 match is great, and like yeah, it he, is. he ret- who else has done that? Who else has returned, main evented WrestleMania, and then left? That too. Like it's the weirdest. Like it feels like a fever dream. Like mm-hmm. there are days where you could convince me it didn't actually happen. Mm-hmm. Especially when his the last image we see is that fucking pageant and wave. It's the pageant it's so wave. good. I'm out, oh. guys. Screw this. Bye. And just I quit. The fucking hand wave, man. Oh, so Batista's fucking so good. great. We don't deserve Batista, and Batista did not deserve this return. He no, came, it was wrong yeah. place, wrong time. This is Batista's darkest timeline. <laughs> Absolutely. We get Blue Batista soon enough. Uh, speaking of, we get we get Blue Tista, but we also get Black History Month and a video package about the Soul Patrol, Totally Atlas, and the Rock's dad, Rocky Johnson. It's February, the one month where they recognize that the Rock is black. Uh, <laughs> also, <laughs> that was the best sentence you could have said. So I I've wondered because because WWE used to come to Memphis in like March or February because I used to go to Raw or SmackDown where there was the, they would have the WrestleMania sign. First ever Raw I went to, March 10th, 2014, WrestleMania sign right there. But they started coming earlier and I was like, "Why are they coming in January?" And this year I was like, "Oh, it's so they can film B-roll of the superstars at the National Civil Rights Museum and get it ready wow. for February." 
Because the last like three years, they've come in January, and then in February, they have a lot of footage of them in the National Civil Rights Museum, which I think is fine. I think it's a cool thing to do. Uh, but it just clicked with me why they changed the schedule around so much. Uh, we go to the kickoff panel, blah, blah, blah. Uh, standard Elimination Chamber video package explaining the chamber and the rules. Something, something, unforgiving structure. <laughs> it's a, yeah. So we have unified the titles, and it is Orton, or Cena's out first. Followed by our boy Christian in what is his penultimate televised match. His final televised match was on March 24th. He won a number one contendership for the IC title and for a title match that never happened. Uh, He got concussed and it was it. This is going to be the last. This is going to be Christian's final streak. Like last match for us. Like the last streak. Because... Well, he wasn't on. Oh no, man! We're probably gonna watch a bunch of attitude error stuff, and he's gonna oh, be we're, in there. No, but I mean, with Christian, I mean, but yeah, in the timeline. Sure, well, sure, see, yeah, yeah. we don't Sorry. count the Christmas episode, though, do we? No, I mean, he wasn't we, on Hell in a Cell. Either. Well, that was yeah. Was we, he we, not? We broke the streak in Hell in a Cell. No, he wasn't on that show. Well, son of a bitch. Yeah, we broke the streak <laughs> there. Yeah, yeah, uh, we broke the broke the yeah, streak. We, yeah, before we break the streak next time. Uh, yeah. But yeah, this is this is uh, Christian's last pay per view match, and great showing in it, as always, because Christian's yep. amazing. Uh, out next is Randy Orton, then the best wrestler any of us idiots have ever seen, Daniel Bryan. Then the two men who will start the chamber: Cesaro and Sheamus. The bar. It's so nuts seeing yep. that. I'm just like, oh, this is kind of cool. Yeah, so, yeah. To set up real quick, um, something I didn't like. Cesaro and didn't get his deal until either the week before or two weeks before he beat Orton in a non-title match clean as fuck in like a 30 yep. 40 minute match on Raw yep. and I was like oh shit I get it this guy's great Remember that, that, that was series, the match remember we had that series of matches uh, for the US title against Cena in the summer of 2015 yeah Cesaro's oh, God. Ever, but ever since he beat the fucking champion yep. and was like oh shit Cesaro is like yep. done. I and on the was pre-show, behind him ever since. And on the pre-show, they had everybody on that panel putting him over. Yeah, because of that, he's he was the only guy yep. to pin Orton in like yep. three or four months or something. Was the like, deal? Th- like Josh Matthews was like nobody. Nobody is uh, saying Orton's going to win the match. And then Mark Henry was like, "Who he beat? Who he beat lately? He yep. beat nobody." Yeah. <laughs> uh, great hoss fight between Cesaro and Sheamus to start us off with Sheamus delivering clubbing blows to Cesaro's chest and cracking him with a clothesline. I love this look for Cesaro. Really old school and really cool. Yes. Although I also love how Stone Cold used to bitch on his podcast about how Cesaro would never wear knee pads. <laughs> yeah. like, I love Cesaro, but you need to put some damn knee pads on, son. The countdown starts Cesaro's and... Cesaro yep. doesn't need pads. He has those tapings. Right? <laughs> oh, man. Daniel Bryan is in the match third to a huge ovation. He immediately rushes to the top rope and hits Sheamus and Cesaro with a double drop kick. Then he delivers alternating yes kicks between Sheamus and Cesaro, delivering the final roundhouse to Cesaro before Sheamus went after Bryan. But, oh, oh my God, Daniel Bryan. Bryan fights back, gets Sheamus, Sheamus with a drop toehold, and gets him in like a half-half crab submission, and then Cesaro yeah. runs at him. Bryan hits Cesaro with a bridging suplex to pin Cesaro, to attempt oh. to pin Cesaro, while still having Sheamus in a submission. Daniel Bryan is my favorite wrestler of all time. Like, yeah. That's just the equivalent of a wrestling gasm, I swear to I've God. I've never seen anything like that before or since. And also, he's quote-unquote damaged. Like, yeah, fuck, he's man. got a kayfabe so- shoulder injury. Monster. Uh, JBL makes a good point. 
Yeah. As he, as he points out how dumb it was for Cesaro to try to break up the submission, because if Daniel had submitted Sheamus, it would have been beneficial to Cesaro as well. One of the only times I'll ever agree with yep. that, man. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sheamus and Brian brawl outside of the ring, and Cesaro reverses an Irish whip, sending Daniel Bryan through his pod uh, injured shoulder first. Great spot. They really had fun. Like, this is one of the last times they used this version of the chamber, and it was really just like they were like, go in there and just right. break shit. They were just all listening to Lip Biscuit beforehand. <laughs> just one of those days. Exactly. Seamus <laughs> and Cesaro turn their attention to each other, and Seamus hits a rolling forward drop onto Cesaro onto the grate outside of the ring. I'm sure everyone is very happy with the new chamber where that grate on the outside is padded now. Hell yeah. Because, like, listen, you can work moves as much as you want getting dropped on graded metal gonna hurt no matter what uh the countdown reaches zero and the next next entrant is our boy christian who dumps sheamus off of the top rope then he goes after brian targeting the shoulder which uh Sh christian injured on smackdown cesaro and christian brawl on the outside and cesaro gets christian up hits him with a buckle bomb into the chamber and then uppercuts him back through the ropes inside of the ring for a near fall Cesaro gets Sheamus on the outside and sets up the Lexan from the broken pod on Sheamus and hits him with an uppercut, which makes it feel like it would make the hit hurt less. Like, yeah. It did Sheamus a, a favor. Yeah. Man. It, it was weird. It's interesting. It doesn't look like it, though. Any bump nope. on that steel just... Yeah, right? Regardless Cesaro, of who's in between it. Ugh, yeah. Or what. Cesaro and Sheamus have such great chemistry. I could watch these guys wrestle against each other or as a tag team forever. Same with Sheamus and Daniel. I genuinely believe Sheamus is one of the most underrated workers of the last decade. Like, Sheamus is such a good worker who puts on great matches yeah. with everybody that's not Randy Orton. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The countdown begins again, and John Cena is the penultimate entrant. Christian goes for a crossbody as Cena emerges from his pod, but Cena catches him, gets him in a fireman's carry position, then hits Cesaro with Christian and AA's Christian onto Cesaro. Awesome. Yes. Cena goes up top, but Daniel takes out Cena and then gets to the top, hitting Cena with a top rope Hurricane Rana and then the yes kicks. But as Brian goes for the roundhouse kick, crash, kick as Brian goes for the roundhouse kick, Christian catches that's a lot of C sounds. Christian yeah. catches him <laughs> into an unprettier, or I refuse to call it the kill switch, but only gets a two count. No. <laughs> Cesaro gets Christian into position for the swing, but Cena clotheslines Cesaro, which causes Christian to get slingshotted into the corner. Christian, Cena hits Christian with a sidewalk slam and goes to the five-knuckle shuffle, but Sheamus stops him and hits him with the white noise. Really good uh, little sequence there. Cesaro and Sheamus brawl that gets broken up by Christian. Cesaro sets Sheamus up for the neutralizer, but Sheamus fights out. Christian gets Cesaro in the corner and then hits him with a tornado DDT for a two-count. Really nice uh, DDT. Cena gets back in the ring and starts the five moves of Doom, but when he comes in for the second shoulder tackle, Cesaro launches him into orbit and hits him with a European uppercut. Fucking yes! Oh, just shoulder! I was like, here we go, shoulder tackle. Should I oh god! <laughs> Cesaro is such a good spoiler in this match. He's oh, this like this was Cesaro's match, man. He looked this, oh yeah, so this was Cesaro's this coming match. out party. The clock counts down and Orton enters. All six men are now in the match with no eliminations. The crowd voices their displeasure for the WWE World Heavyweight Champion as they chant boring as Orton poses and points at the WrestleMania sign. Really good way to play into the heel heat from Orton. Orton Landy sets up, Orton. Yeah, Orton sets up Daniel for the punt. Brian gets out of the way and Cena, Brian, Cesaro, and Christian, and Sheamus all corner Orton. And he runs back into his pod and closes the door. Beautiful you heel dick. move. You dick! 
like it happens fairly often. I will always mark out for it, and the crowd chants "pussy" at Randy Orton. Yes, Orton <laughs> shit talks Sheamus as Sheamus stands outside of his ring. Sheamus walks away and fucking broke kicks through the Lexan on Orton's pod to a so huge pop. Yeah, yeah. Sheamus is a face here. Woo. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what a great spot! Like you yes. saw it coming from a mile away, but it worked perfectly. Right. Oh. I remember watching I was like, oh shit, this is the kick spot, yeah! Yeah. Uh, Orton gets Sheamus back in the ring, but Sheamus is sent into the chains as Cena hits Orton with the slide walk slam and the five-knuckle shuffle. Cesaro sends, Sheamus, uh, sends Cena out of the ring and swings the absolute shit out of Orton for about a solid 30 to 40 seconds. Mm-hmm. I got dizzy watching it. Yes. Oh, God. But the day Cesaro is hit with a rolling German suplex by Brian, who's then taken out by Sheamus. Sheamus calls for the bro kick on, on Cena in the ring, but Christian, or on Christian in the ring, but Christian dodges out of the ring and Sheamus hits Cena with it. But before he can make the pin, Christian rolls up Sheamus and kicks, uh, Sheamus kicks out. Then Christian pins Cena, but Cena kicks out. Sheamus comes at Christian on the outside and gets him up for like the Irish curse, like razor's edge powerbomb thing. But Christian climbs the chains when he gets uh, when he gets him up and like scurries to the top of the pods christian was a really great pure chicken shit heel during this time loved it mm-hmm. seamus tries to follow but he's attacked and superplexed by orton then christian hits his last beautiful picture perfect crossbody onto seamus for the pin oh my god and the first elimination christian eliminates seamus in 2603 just- i just love Real quick, I just love the way Christian lands and the pain on his face is like just Christian going, "Oh fuck, I'm old. I'm so yep. fucking old. Yep. Oh shit!" Because he like yep. kicks his legs for like three minutes. He's yep. dying, and he's not even forty. <laughs> like well, you know, all those all those TLC matches. Christian had to retire at a younger age than AJ Styles is right now. Mm. He just looks way older than he actually is because he looks old. Yep, that's why they want a blue dot on his face, right? Uh, but yeah, like <laughs> twenty six minutes in the match before the first elimination. I really like that. I yes. like it when like everybody in the elimination chamber goes for like twenty twenty five minutes, Fuck and then yeah. you get like a bunch of eliminations in a row because it's like every everybody gets the time to shine, and it's not nobody is made to look like a fool. Everybody, like, if you're eliminated, it's because you've given it your all and you just don't have it anymore. It's not CM Punk getting eliminated really quickly into the December to December elimination chamber. Uh, yeah. Orton sets Christian up for his draping DDT after Sheamus rolls out of the ring, but Christian dumps on the outside. But then Christian eats the knee from Brian and gets eliminated in 27 minutes and two seconds. Uh... So, so, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Your brother is fine, noobs. Just just a a moment of silence for Christian. Get over here and put a cookie in my mouth. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Damn it. uh, Cesaro, Cena, Orton, Brian. The final four. They stand in different corners and then go at each other. Cesaro brawling with Cena and Brian brawling with Orton. Brian and Orton stare each other down across the ring to huge yes chants before they start fighting again. Cena comes in. Brian gets Cena down and attempts the yes lock, but Cena powers out and gets Brian up for the AA. But Cesaro German suplexes Cena and Brian. <laughs> Again, the cyborg God. is Boiler. just... He's Boiler. so good. 
The spoiler can only go on for so long, though. Cesaro goes for a gut wrench on Cena. Cena counters, gets Cesaro up for the AA, uh, and dumps him outside of the ring, and then Cena yanks him back in, locks in the STF on Cesaro, and Cesaro taps out, getting eliminated in 30 minutes and 10 seconds into the match. Orton goes for an RKO on Cena, but Cena counters and gets Orton in the STF, but then Bray Wyatt's sting hits and the light goes out. The lights come back up, and the Wyatts are in the chamber. Daniel Bryan charges Harper, but he gets taken out. All three Wyatts go after Cena and batter him in the corner. Then Bray gets Cena in position and hits him with a Sister Abigail, setting up your WrestleMania match. They leave Cena lying as the crowd chants, Thank you, Wyatt. Orton crawls over and pins <laughs> Cena, eliminating him in 32 minutes and 38 seconds. Kane comes out, confronts the Wyatts, sending them to the back. Kane gets in the chamber to check on Cena. It's a flying knee from Bryan, but Orton takes the advantage, sending Bryan into the pod. Orton sets Brian up for a superplex, but Brian fights out and gets Orton upside down in the corner. Delivers a ton of yes kicks and drop kicks to the vulnerable Orton. But then Orton takes over, hits his draping DDT onto Brian. Brian counters an RKO and hits Orton with the flying knee. The ref counts Sue, but Kane pulls him out of the ring to stop the count, so Brian gets the visionary win. Then Orton hits Brian with an RKO, but oh my god, Brian kicks out. Great call by Michael Cole. Daniel Bryan's got a chance. Daniel Bryan's still breathing. Awesome. Yeah. Orton goes to pick up Brian, but Daniel gets him in a schoolboy <coughs> and kicks out of. But it's time for the finish. Daniel takes Orton out with a kick. Brian gets fired up in the corner. But Kane hits Brian with a punch, which sends him into another RKO, and this one puts him away. Orton pins Brian and retains his championship in 37 minutes and 30 seconds. Uh so a lot of people were mad with this match, just because, you know, it was it was another time of Daniel not winning the title. But like, duh. And there's no he shouldn't have that would have been dumb he had to win it at wrestlemania uh this is a really good match this is a really really good oh, yeah. match like and it's the perfect heat builder for what is to come yes like yes. when we like see just, it in hindsight it's like yeah. holy yeah. crap like daniel gets so close so close and it's just like it's it's old school booking it's booking for the chase. You see, like, your baby face keeps getting closer and closer and closer. Like, you have the dusty finish. You have the uh, title being taken away. He goes and does some other stuff for a while that we're not going to talk about. He comes back. <laughs> he gets closer and closer and closer and closer. And then he he doesn't take it anymore. And then he gets the huge roadblock set up where Triple H is like, you're going to have to beat me. And he finally overcomes all of the odds to get it at WrestleMania. Perfect. Yep. I... God, what a match. Cesaro was incredible. Sheamus is great. Christian is Christian. Oh, what did you think, Jesse? Yeah, I, I mean, I loved it. It's it's one of the best Elimination Chamber matches. Everybody in this match matters, pretty much. Um, yeah. I, I wasn't upset with this ending because I did feel like it had to be going somewhere. Absolutely. Um, especially because of the response of Batista. It's like, man. And then... I'm trying to remember how I felt about like when Punk was gone and stuff. I'm trying to yeah remember how that like made me feel towards the rest of everything else going on. I can't fully remember, but um yeah, it's no like this this was really really good. Uh, the Wyatt scene I think I think was the most interesting. It's like oh shit, um because the then, Wyatts interfered in the Cena Orton Royal Rumble match, right? Yes. Oh man. I believe they did. Yeah. Like okay. they, they showed up on like the ring apron and I think they cost Cena that match as well. Like they've been teasing it. So, yeah. 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 Okay, cool. 
And so yeah, yeah it's, it's just like, but the so WWE just didn't pull the trigger. Like it's just yeah. like, oh, he what should if, have won. He should have won. We'll get there, but he should have fucking won. Yeah, I can't believe Wyatt's never won Mania. Yep. 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 Uh, what about you, noobs? What do you think? Yeah, this was incredible. Just from everything between now, looking back with Sheamus and Cesaro, <laughs> uh, just everything. They sold everything perfectly except for the plexiglass, like fake plastic <laughs> shit. That's always the best. That's that's what they used to make bulletproof proof glass out of. Like at, at <laughs> least they're finally not saying that the the glass itself <laughs> in this match is bulletproof, like they yeah. did the first couple of years. <laughs> it's just like yes, of course that's because that's how that happens. Goldberg can spear bulletproof plexiglass. <laughs> uh, duh. <laughs> but. Yeah, no, it it just everything that fake out with the RK, the first RKO was just right? like, oh, you, that the was crowd perfect. was just that like, was yes, fantastic. Yeah, it. What a great, what a great show. Uh, yeah. I, I also, JBL called Christian the underdog, and I want to fucking kill him. <laughs> he was. Listen, fucking yeah. though. Yeah, fucking though. <laughs> yeah, good response. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, JBL. Get over here and put a cookie in my mouth. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, like it was great, great way of setting the stage for WrestleMania. You have a lot of your matches set up. You've got the Batista, Randy Orton with Daniel Bryan still there. So that's two of your WrestleMania matches right there. Also, in how weird a world it was back five years ago. Only seven matches on the WrestleMania 30 card. That's yeah, wild. That's and crazy. one of which doesn't count. So there's really only six matches because that Shield match is two minutes. Yeah, let's be honest. That like, Shield match was the rudder match. <laughs> Just be yeah. like, hey. Mm. Uh, so it looks like apparently that match was supposed to be longer, but Triple H and Daniel Bryan went long. No. So they just had to chop time from that right. match. Yeah. Triple H match went Triple long H. at Mania? Listen, if there's yeah. one match, of, if there's one Triple H match that can go long at Mania, it's that one. I mean, true, uh, but guess, I'm like, Jesus If you also Christ. think about it, Brian wrestled 50 minutes at Mania. He did. And so with this card, I was looking at it. So you have like, if you have, it's a set, this card is a seven match card and three great matches, four underwhelming matches. But the three great matches were only about 27 and a half minutes worth of wrestling. Or the four the four underwhelming matches were only about 27 and a half minutes worth of wrestling. And the three great matches were like an hour and 15 minutes. I just thought yeah, so where the rest is everything else? Uh, it's fucking Bad News Barrett. Uh, Bear. Yeah. And so, yeah. So, overall, like, this show, like, like I said, it's, it's a lot like the Attitude Era. Where you have these great, big upper card matches. And then a lot of forgettable stuff in the middle. Like oh yeah, uh, the 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 Hogan and Rockin, um, uh, fucking Stone Cold was like or, twenty minutes. Yeah, oh, that was really yeah. long. I keep forgetting that opening about the, was that like opening so long. was really long. Yeah, yeah. I forgot. that that opening's forever. But man, that's such a cool moment. Uh, and so yeah, like it's a really fun show setting the stage for WrestleMania perfectly. You've got CNN and the Wyatts. You've got also CNN and Bray Wyatt, another very underrated video package. This is like the golden yeah. age of WWE video packages. Uh, <laughs> any any last words? Anything else? Like uh, any 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 parting thoughts on Elimination Chamber 2014? I'm gonna go watch the Shield versus the Wyatts again. Because uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> I need that again in my life. Right? Yeah. 
Uh, fucking uh, Josie Scott's not with Saliva anymore, and I don't know how to feel about that. That's weird. That band should just not exist. Yeah, it's I like mean, look at head. look at Three Days Grace. <laughs> look at a lot of those bands that are just like, yeah, no, know, we're gonna continue with our old singer. I can, I can, you know, yeah. It's just funny. It's weird. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Josie Scott's just at some karaoke bar in Memphis singing that fucking Spider Man yeah. song. <laughs> that what? Well, yeah, that was the saliva guy. Uh, it was also Chad Kroger, though, so... Man. It was. Yeah. Oh, hey, look, I was right. Braun Strowman and Kurt Angle versus Drew McIntyre and Baron Corbin, didn't they? Anyway. Yeah, boy. Uh, called it. Right. Yep. Uh, so, yeah. So, really fun show. <laughs> Coming up to... Bray Wyatt's dead. <laughs> yeah. Coming up to WrestleMania 30, uh, like, my, my, like, the first WrestleMania I watched live, you know, thanks, thank you, WWE Network. Uh, mm-hmm. Great Same. show. Like... The Daniel Bryan versus Triple H, the Shield versus Kane, the New Age Outlaws, the Battle Royal, Cena and Bray, Brock, Undertaker, the weird Divas Championship match, and then Daniel Bryan, Batista, Randy Orton. Uh, great stuff, top to bottom on that show. Uh, it's going to be interesting to talk about because, like the, the 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 just a peek into what we're doing next. The Brock Lesnar Undertaker thing, we're not going to do a blow by blow of that match. We're just going to kind of talk about the match as yeah, a whole. Yeah, because there's two theory, blows and then them spending 25 minutes trying to figure out what to do. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't want to describe a 50 year old man getting slowly murdered. Yeah. By a, it's not good. By a fucking ham hawk. By a fucking. I'm a chicken hawk. I eat chickens. <laughs> One time Brock Lesnar ate the word ham and no one could say it for like a week. All right. So WrestleMania 30 is next. Think. Yeah. That's one of my favorite uh, what culture wrestling things that uh, Adam uh, Blompier did was Brock Lesnar punched a tree into a book and the pages were only filled with his screams. Oh, God, that is a really good line. I forgot. It's a about really that line. good one. Ah. <laughs> uh, so thank you as always for joining me, boys. Thank you, noobs. Thank you, Jesse. Thank you for all We will be back in in two weeks with WrestleMania 30. One of my favorite WrestleManias of all time. It's such a good show. Uh, Really interesting mirrors of previous WrestleManias on it. Uh, So yeah, we will be (laughs) back for then. Uh, Thank you very much. We will see you guys later. Yes!